Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! We do the NBA now because of this story. Kevin Durant, now whether he gets it or not remains to be seen, has requested a trade from the Brooklyn Nets. So Durant uh, has, um, and that is according to uh, a couple of reports, and I should get the names right now. I'll have Colin give them to me in a sec. Charm, uh, Charm Sharney is to that, so let's give him the credit But uh, on his Twitter following. But Durant, I'm not sure what this means long term, but Durant has requested a trade. Now, I mean, obviously most people are going to think that the distractions of Kyrie Irving is the, uh, is the cause of this, and it, is, it precipitates it, and I would think it would be. Uh, he's probably fed up with Kyrie uh, now that Kyrie has returned um, and says he's going to be there for next year. Uh, I guess this indicates a fission between the two of them, who obviously were brought together, led by Kyrie, going to Brooklyn in the first place. Harden wanted out uh, last year. Now, Harden got his wish, but he didn't produce in Philly. And now Durant, I'll uh, be very interesting to see what the Nets do um, with this scenario. They try to talk him out of it. Do they put him on the open market? I mean, they would bring back a whole plethora of stars and draft picks and everything else. But the problem is, you know, you can bring back anybody you want. There's only one Kevin Durant. He's one of the top 10, 12 players uh, in the history of the National Basketball Association who who is still, uh, you know, relatively in the prime of his career. So if you go out there and, um, you know, you offer him up, there will be some buyers. But then you got cap issues and figuring out how to get the guy into the cap and what he makes, which is probably $35, $40 million a year. And then, in fact, you have to take one of their players back. It's a mess. So, I mean, it would be very interesting to see how this uh, develops here. Um, and I'm not sure if the Nets can talk him out of it. Uh, you know, Durant is a guy that usually follows the flow and doesn't look to make too many headlines. I mean, uh, you know, he told us in the last week or so that he wants to stay out of the Kyrie discussions. Now, I don't know if this has to do with the fact that he's fed up with Kyrie and enough of his shenanigans and he can't promise that a Kyrie is going to be in Brooklyn for the long term or how many games that Kyrie is going to decide to play next year uh, for Brooklyn. That could be it. And so he says, let me get ahead of it and get out now because if Kyrie shows up in the fall and then bails on us after 41 games, then what? Uh, who knows? But uh, I think what it tells you is that the net play here in the last year, year and a half, two years, well, it's been longer than that, make the trade or bring in Kyrie, have Kyrie bring in Durant, do everything that Kyrie asks, which includes DeAndre Jordan, pay him a fortune, uh, fire Atkinson because Kyrie didn't want to play with him or play for him, bring Nash in, who had to be approved by two of them, then, of course, Harden was available, so make a trade for him and give up lots of young players, including Jared Allen, uh, Dinwi- uh, 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 there were other, uh, Levert and everything else, uh, to bring him in. So you bring uh, 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 Harden in, uh, Durant gets hurt, COVID, the whole bit, hurts himself in uh, regular season play, couldn't play that first year because of the Achilles. Uh, then you bring, obviously, Kyrie, who is in and out of the lineup constantly because he can't stay undistracted and, you know, decides when he wants to play, how he wants to play, who he wants to play for, where he wants to play, doesn't get vaccinated, which kind of throws the team in chaos. Injuries to Harden. He loses it quickly at 33, 34 years of age. Harden says, I've had enough. They trade him. 
Uh, and then they go to, they get Ben Simmons in who never plays. Then and then he brought him in here. That surgery, so he's out. They get swept by the Celtics. Kyrie, you know, whether he went out there and discussed a sign and trade with the Mavericks or the Lakers, whoever that might be, maybe that aggravated Durant because he's got to answer all these questions because obviously Durant, you know, is the most important player the Nets have. And, you know, are you okay with Kyrie doing this? Do you want Kyrie back? Can you talk to Kyrie? Can you have him back and play 70 games? What is your input with his mind? So that's an issue. And I guess, you know, Durant maybe just got fed up with it in the last, uh, you know, week or so. And, you know, this is uh, somebody who doesn't normally, you know, I mean, I know that he bailed out of gold, uh, out of the uh, Oklahoma City. He went to Golden State, took a lot of abuse for that, but you know he just didn't want to play with Westbrook anymore. Uh, he took the easy way out playing with a team that had won 73 ball games in the Warriors, but then he left Golden State, I think maybe because he felt he had taken so much abuse for taking the easy way out after two championships and the torn Achilles. He follows Irving's lead, which is never a good idea, ends up in Brooklyn, and then I just chronicled the rest of the story for you. So from that standpoint, uh, you know, he wants to be trapped. Be very interesting to see what the Nets do. Now, remember about the Nets. They are a. They, they're, the Nets are a much bigger story out of Brooklyn than they are in Brooklyn. That's the best way to explain it. The Nets are not a big deal in a city in New York. People think they are who live other places. They are not. They don't do well with attendance. The ratings don't indicate that they do well locally on television. I mean, they're covered. The newspapers cover them. They got Durant and Irving on the team. Of course, they're going to cover them. But as far as the fandom is concerned, uh, the blue-collar NBA fan, uh, you know, the guy who's going to trek from, you know, Jersey, Connecticut, Long Island, who's going to go to a couple of basketball games here and follow a particular team. And despite the fact they've been awful and everybody hates Dolan and Leon Rose isn't exactly a day at the beach either. And Phil Jackson was a disaster. The most of the fans in the tri-state will follow Knicks instead of following Nets. And this is despite having two superstars on the team. So the idea that somehow, some way, this is going to be earth-shattering to the basketball fan in the tri-state, it's going to make news, but it's not going to be earth-shattering because there just aren't that many Nets fans, uh, to make a long story short. Now, listen, you know, when you have a player like Durant, you're going to attract the casual basketball fan because who doesn't want to see a big star like that? And the NBA is all about personality and a star. But as far as roots and as far as what's in the gut and far as history and tradition and all those good things, the Nets are a blip on the Knicks fanny in, in New York City. They play in an arena that is very difficult to get to, even if you live in Brooklyn. It's very difficult to get to. You can't park there. Getting there is a disaster from any of the other boroughs. It's a beautiful arena. It's just an arena that is just not in 2022 America. People, do, You can't park. You can't drive. Traffic's a disaster. People don't want to put up with the aggravation. The Knicks, there's a variety of things you can do to get to a Nick game. Trains, Jersey Transit, uh, you know, Penn Station. Uh, there's a thousand ways to do it. Uh, Grand Central. Uh, you can work in a city, go to a game after work. Most people work in New York, not Brooklyn. I mean, it's just so much easier. And so as a result, I think people, and of course, the Knicks, 69 and 73, they got a lot more going for them. So this is interesting, though. And if the Nets lose Durant, nobody cares about Irving. If the Nets, this is all about Durant. With the franchise. If the Nets lose Durant, and if this, you know, happens to come to fruition, the Nets are dead as a franchise. You can't go from obscurity to two big stars 
back to obscurity when you're a team that's like the 11th team in a market and survive. You can't do that. So from the standpoint of where the Nets go, if they actually do trade him, and I'm sure he's going to have a list of teams he wants to go to. He's not going to be willing to go to, uh, you know, uh, God, you know, uh, pick a pick a, fran- a franchise that's awful. I wouldn't think he'd want to do that. You know, could he want to go to Washington? It sounds like Bradley Beal's going to stay. Beal's a very good player. He's from there. Would he want to go play for the Wizards? Who knows? But what do the Wizards have to give the Nets? You can't replace them. You can't fill in the gap when he leaves. Who cares about draft picks? Who cares about draft draft picks? Because, well, you know, we'll send you 3,000 picks in the next 20 years. Well, why? That doesn't do any good. Because if the team has Durant, they're going to be good, and the picks are are going to be worthless. Who who wants the 18th pick in the first round? Nobody wants that. So it's a very, very, it's a very interesting scenario as far as Brooklyn is concerned on what they do here with Durant, what Sean Marks does and everything else. My point is it would serve Brooklyn right. Because they have catered to the big stars since the two of them got here. They got coaches. They allow the players to play with vaccinations. I mean, they really have, you know, enabled more so Irving, but they have enabled, and Durant has basically followed like a puppy dog what Irving wants, and they have followed that for the last three years. And essentially, it's gotten them nothing. It got them a playoff round win against the 76ers. That's what it got them. A five-game win against Philly. Since Atkinson has been fired. That's it. Last year, This year they got swept. And then last year they lost game seven to Milwaukee in the second round before Milwaukee beat Atlanta. So from that standpoint, what exactly did all this get them? I mean, it got them zero. If in, but again, uh, you know, they will do their best to convince them otherwise. In the NBA, as we have learned, when you have an unhappy camper, you got to get rid of them. You know, Harden, unhappy camper, traded. Kyrie, unhappy traded. Uh, unhappy camper, traded. Paul George, unhappy camper, dealt to Santa, uh, dealt to the lake, to the uh, Clippers. When you have an unhappy camper, you got to get him because it, it, it's a disaster. Because he's bigger than a franchise. You got to trade him. Fascinating. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. 